Hey everyone, welcome to the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and today I have a very special podcast for you. The date that I am releasing this podcast is February 3rd, and for Passion Flix fans, you will remember that movie Tangled came out on February 3rd, 2022. So today is the one-year anniversary of the Passion Flix movie Tangled by Emma Chase, starring Katherine Hughes and Josh Plass. And it's one of my favorite, favorite movies. I can't say enough about this movie. It's it's a movie that I watch more than probably any other movie on Passion Flix, only because it's a romantic comedy. So it's really easy to, if you're in a good mood or if you're in a bad mood, or if you just want to put something on, it's the movie that I turn to probably more than any of the other movies. And I know that's saying a lot because there are so many good movies. But this movie is just really, really special. And it's it's one of my favorites. There, I've said it. It is one of my favorites. Now, I had a chance to talk with author Emma Chase during PassionCon. We actually sat next to each other at dinner, and we were having the best conversation. And it was just this magical, there was this magical moment when Red Carter got up to sing the song that she wrote for the movie. And being able to be there and be present for that moment was so special to me. And so I was really excited when she said she would have time to talk with me about the Tangled one-year anniversary. And so this conversation that we have, it, it we talk about Tangled, we talk about Royally Screwed, which is the next book that Passionflix is going to adapt, um, and the next one of her books that's being adapted, and a little bit of everything of her projects coming up. Yeah, I mean, this this conversation has a little bit of everything, so I really think you're going to enjoy it. So without further ado, here's my interview with author Emma Chase. All right, so today I am so thrilled to, to welcome author Emma Chase to the podcast. Emma, as you know, is the author of our favorite books like Tangled and Royally Screwed. She's also the author of the Tangled series, the Legal Brief series, the Royally series, and several other stories that are just too good to be true. We love her work, and we obviously love the movie Tangled, which came out a year ago. So we are here celebrating the release of Tangled on its one-year anniversary. Emma, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, it's so great to be here chatting with you. Very excited. It's, is it, I mean, it, it, it occurred to me when I, I looked at the calendar and I was like, wow, it's been a year. It doesn't feel like a year and yet it does feel like a year. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Time, I think, has how time flows has, has changed. <laughs> it's been altered because <laughs> I feel the exact same way. I feel like it flew and I can't believe that it's been a year um, already that we're celebrating the one year anniversary of the release of the movie because it does kind of feel so recent. Um, and at the same time, it feels very long ago. So I don't know if, how that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm always happy when I hear people say that because I think I'm the only one. And then I realize like, okay, no, it's, it's actually everyone. So it, it must be a thing because it's just, it really feels like it, it just came out. And yet it's, I mean, I, I've told you this, it, it, you know, we, we had a lovely conversation at PassionCon and we got to sit next together, at, next to each other at dinner. And I told you that Tangled is one of my favorite, favorite Passion Flix movies. And it still is, and it always will be. 
so I feel like I've been enjoying it for much more than a year. So that's, that's, I'm like in this tangled vortex, I guess. (laughs) It's thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to hear that. Um, they, they did such a phenomenal job with it. It's just such a charming, fun film. And I, I just couldn't be happier with the adaptation whatsoever. Yeah. And it, you know, what I love the most about it, and I think that's why it's, it's, it's kind of my go-to when I really just need something that's, you know, that's uplifting and fun and it's not heavy and it's not, you know, you can get lost in it. And it's just, it's just got that perfect kind of escapist vibe to it. And, and I mean, Catherine Hughes and Josh Plass did a fantastic job as Kate and Drew. And so it's just, it's just one of those movies that you can put on and it doesn't matter how many times you watch it. You just, it just has this, you have the same reaction to it every time you watch it. And for me, it's just something that I absolutely love. I was just going to say that it is such a rewatchable film and I've heard that from other people too. And it actually, you know, it, not that it gets better every time you watch it, but you're, it's just as enjoyable every time you watch it. And you notice, again, as you said, with Josh's and Catherine's performances, I mean, um, the characters could not have been in better hands, that they, you know, took these characters and made them so lovable and you're rooting for them. And just, they're such a pleasure to watch together. You know, they're so, it's so fun to see them um, working off of each other that, you know, you, you notice, you know, little expressions or gestures or things that you may have missed, um, you know, at an earlier watching, and it just enhances it so much. I think, you know, more than anything, I just think that they, what people, what audiences, what my readers loved about the book and love most about the book, they really, really captured that same, that same feeling with the movie. And it's, it's an interesting thing, because there's something, you know, I was talking with, um, with Stacia Crawford and she's the, um, she directed several of the Amy Benson episodes. Hmm. And we were talking about the difficulty that comes. I mean, we, we kind of understand that, you know, a romance novel, you know, be it a thriller or just a rom-com or, you know, whatever type of romance novel, there is something inherently difficult about translating that book into film because there are things that we allow in books that don't always translate well into movies and with Tangled what always strikes me about it and and this is a testament to to Josh because you know there's that there's there's a you know when you when you go when you're shopping for a book you know let's say you're on Amazon you're shopping for a book and you can select I want this type of main character and I want this you know this profession and I want you know, I want an alpha, I want a billionaire, I want, you know, Playboy. this profession. And, and you're basically like cherry picking what type of story you want, you know, be it a vampire, you know, whatever the case may be. And so you, you kind of, you know exactly what you want, you know what the character is going to be like. But I think, you know, the reality of that is that if you met that person on the street, you probably wouldn't like that person. Right. And, you know, and that's kind of how a lot of these books are kind of stationed as, you know, it becomes some, you know, enemies to lover. That's why that trope is so popular. But Josh pulls it off, you know, in, in large part because of how you wrote Drew, you know, that Drew was aware of all of these stereotypes, which makes it so much fun when he's like, yeah, I know, I know what you're thinking. (laughs) 
This is just how it is. But there's something about the way Josh delivers it that just makes it so charming. And so you forget all of the things where you're just like, oh, you're creepy. I don't like you. And it's like, no, I actually like you more because you're so self-aware and Josh is so good at bringing that role to life. So, so true. Yeah, no. And, and I, it sounds funny to say this out loud, but truly, and I knew this going in, and I think a lot of people knew this going in, like this book in particular, the adaptation of this specific story could have been so bad (laughs) and so harsh (laughs) because, you know, of the main, of the main character, because Drew, you know, he can be very blunt and very kind of direct and in your face. And he, he, he walks that line, you know, between charming playboy and, you know, jerk that should get punched in the face. And, and yes, I think in romance, and particularly in a rom-com, there's kind of this bubble of, you know, the the consent to be pursued. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like you're allowing, the reader is allowed to enjoy the experiences of the characters um, when they wouldn't necessarily enjoy those things in real life. And, And that's okay. That's kind of part, I think, of the romance fantasy. Um, particularly the rom- the rom-com fantasy, you know what I mean? Like it's okay to have fun with this and laugh at this and enjoy the ups and downs, the roller coaster, the heartache, the pursuit of the main character um, because it is fiction, because it is romance and there's a safety kind of in that. So um, so yeah, but I, I do think, you know, for that reason, as you were saying, like romances in particular, I think any book adaptation you know, it, it can be very difficult to bring it to life on the screen. It usually is very difficult to bring it to life on the screen because there's so many emotional connections that are made between the reader and the character when it's in the privacy of the reader's own head. And right. they're picturing these events and they're connecting with the characters and they get a level of detail in a book that just cannot be brought on film. It's a, it's a different thing. Um, what I think was so brilliant about Josh and Catherine's performances and especially Josh, um, I was down in Atlanta actually when we were filming Tangled and Josh and I had a conversation about this and he, he brought it to the table. So he knew, you know, he, he had, he was the perfect actor for this role because he knew going in that I, as a writer can make a reader love an unlikable character much easier in a book then an actor can make an unlikable character beloved to the audience in a film. Because I, as the writer, you are with that character, you're in their head. So you're seeing their vulnerabilities, you're seeing, you know, their emotions, their thought process, what they're really thinking inside. Whereas, you know, Josh, all he really had to work with was what the audience is going to be seeing from the outside. So he had to bring that charm, that likability, all the qualities that readers loved so much about Drew's personality in the book. He had to emote that and he had to kind of bring that to the screen. And he really focused, I think, on a lot of Drew's reactions, you know, because the dialogue really didn't change. They kept everything so true to the book, all the beats and the scenes and much of the dialogue is still there. Um, But I think you know, again, what was so awesome about the performances is that that Josh was able to make him likable 
uh, by focusing on those vulnerabilities and, and bringing that in the expressions and in the way that he reacted to things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, you know, again, how, what's interesting about how he was able to bring Drew to life, I think perfectly complemented how Catherine was able to bring Kate to life in a way that's not only, you know, likable for viewers, but relatable also, because she really truly represents kind of all of us, you know, there, she has these little expressions, like, are you, are you serious right now? Like, really? <laughs> but she's also got the, the, she's, she's, you know, she's, she has the backbone to be able to give it back to him, which is really fun to see. And then to see them together, it's just, it's just so much fun to, to see their chemistry kind of come to life. And, and you can witness this evolution of, you know, yes. when the tide slowly starts turning in their favor and, and you realize like, yeah, this is, this is working really, really well. Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, you just sit there and you watch them in a scene together and you're kind of, you just find yourself smiling because it's so fun. They just make it, make it so fun. And they brought the characters to life so well. Um, but, and I completely agree as far as Catherine, you know, with Kate in the novel now, because it's from Drew's point of view, you know, we don't get Kate's perspective, but I think Drew is descriptive enough in what he's seeing and, and her reactions that readers get a real sense of as she's processing, you know, these feelings and these emotions, even though it's coming from Drew's perspective. But I think what Catherine was able to do so well is yes, let us relate to all the range of emotions and, um, you know, decisions and kind of the, 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 the choices that she has to weigh and make that understandable because, you know, Kate, you know, does make some choices and her change, her feelings change as the film, you know, as the book goes on, her feelings for Drew definitely go through some metamorphosis. And, <laughs> and, you know, you're right there along with her every step of the way you get it, you understand um, what she's feeling. And again, her vulnerabilities, her, her, you know, the, the, her strength, you know, she's able to make her strong without being a shrew you know, or, <laughs> and vulnerable <laughs> without being weak. And they're both able to make the story funny, so funny without being silly and, and sexy, you know, without necessarily being over the top or vulgar or, you know, it's, it's very romantic and it's really just that classic rom-com. It's, I just feel like it really, the film gives you, um, it, it just reminds me of like the classic nineties rom-coms that, you know, you just, that I grew up watching, that you just sort of, you crave those, that fun feeling and that feeling of kind of safety, like everything is going to be okay. So you can sit and you can just enjoy the ride. Right, right. I think that was a, I think Passion Flicks actually posted that question on their social media the other day about your favorite, your all-time favorite rom-com. And without hesitation, the one that comes to mind for me was You've Got Mail, which was kind of like like quintessential Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan classic. Yeah. And, you know, most people would, would say Sleepless in Seattle. And, and, and I and I love that movie. But there was something about the chemistry because there was that element of comedy. There were so many different pieces to You've Got Mail to where you could you didn't want to like Tom Hanks, but you couldn't help it. You didn't want to see her, you know, her business collapse, but you knew yeah. it had to happen for them to come yeah. together. And, 
but it was funny and you know it had all of those elements and I feel like Tangled really does I mean you're absolutely right it really does capture that that 90s rom-com vibe so beautifully because it makes you laugh it makes you kind of think it makes you you know cheer for one character over the other at certain at different points and that flip-flops as you go through the movie you're like you know I'm, I'm cheering for her now I'm cheering for him now I want them both now I you know yeah. oh this happened it, and it's just it captures that so much which again kind of goes back to how it's so easy to watch over and over and over as we've done with many of those 90s rom-coms yes yeah there's that great there's the push and the pull and oh what's gonna happen next and how is he gonna fix this and yeah a hundred percent um also a, a a one of the movies I think that really influenced me and I didn't even realize it until we were actually working on the script and I was talking to to Tracy uh Hayes about the director of the Tangled film um was Singles the movie Singles oh, from yeah. movies, because they break that fourth wall they talk to the audience in several points the the, the characters do and so I feel like that really influenced, you know, all the films that I grew up with certainly influenced my writing, but, you know, films like that in particular influence this story, I think. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I didn't realize this, and, and you pointed this out before we started chatting, before we started the, recording the podcast, um, but for the viewers out there, or the listeners, I should say, um, for the listeners, we are recording this the day before the anniversary. So today is the second and obviously the Tangled anniversary is the third. Yes. And so it's been one year since the movie's been out. But Emma reminded me that there's another anniversary that's we're celebrating this year. And and I was shocked and, and it, it kind of blows my mind to think that it's it's that is also true because, again, that vortex, it, it's hard to believe. But Emma, what are we celebrating this year? Yes, this May 2023 will be the 10 year anniversary that Tangled was first published. So it, the book has been out for 10 years, which is just wild. <laughs> I mean, thinking back, I mean, you know, it's, I can't imagine as an author what it's like to, to see your move, your, your book come to life as a movie, but when you think back to writing Tangled 10 years ago, did you ever think that it would have the the life and the longevity that it's had and that it ultimately, you know, becomes a film and, and new fans have flocked to it, fans who didn't read it or hadn't read it prior? I mean, did you, did you, I mean, what, what were you thinking Not when you were writing it? a million years. <laughs> <laughs> no, it never occurred to me. <laughs> You know, it was, it was such a, you know, when I was writing Tangled, it, it was such a kind of just like a passion project. And I enjoyed the characters and the process so much. Um, you know, my kids, I was a stay-at-home mom for several years for, oh gosh, 10 or 11 years, actually. Um, and so it was, I was just kind of rediscovering myself as well writing was my time you know my my little time for me um once my kids were in school full time and and it was just such a fun experience exploring this character um and that's really what kept me going and i've said that before that he was very much you know this voice in my head where i was surprised at times at the lines that came out you know i would laugh i would sit at my desk and laugh um, because it was so unexpected. So it really felt 
it was just such a really special experience. Um, and the fact that the book, you know, is so popular and I, that I still get emails and messages, you know, of people just discovering it for the first time is just phenomenal. It's, it's more than I could even describe, um, that I just, I love that people enjoy this story, you know, as much as I did and do. And now to have new audiences discovering the film and, and again, the film, it's just, it's so well done. And what's really kind of interesting too is, so, I mean, 2013, I feel like society, our society has, has changed and evolved in so many ways um, since 2013 and over the last 10 years. And I, I don't think, you know, I, I, I would not have write, be writing, if I was writing Tangled today, it would not be the same book. The characters would be different. I think lots of things would have evolved as well. Um, but there is something to be said, I think, for just like that classic, again, that 90s kind of lead character. Um, but what I love is that they have made the movie, you know, the movie isn't just, I think, wonderful to the 2013 audience who fell in love with the book. It's, 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 it's wonderful to people who are just discovering it now in 2023. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. They made it palatable and they made it enjoyable for this audience, you know, 10 years later. And so, yeah, the fact that there, you know, that there are new people just discovering these characters through the film now is completely mind blowing. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing else to be said. I mean, I really can't describe it any other way. It's, it's a wonderful uh, blessing and exciting um accomplishment. It's just, I, I couldn't be prouder of this project, um, both the book and the film. You know, we had the, the, the pleasure of meeting in person at PassionCon this past year, and it was a highlight for me sitting and chatting with you at dinner. But I have to say that the, the true highlight was the moment that Red Carter got on stage and started singing your song during <laughs> dinner. And seeing this look on your face, it, it, it was just, it was magical. And seeing, you know, you're surrounded by the sea of, of passionistas who all know the song because they all know that the book and they know the movie and they know everything about it. But to see that moment for you was just something, it, it gives me goosebumps to like, to think about that moment for you and it, 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 it all coming together so beautifully. And I just, it, it's, it's just such a special moment. And I can't, I can't imagine anything being better than that. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much. But no, I'm just so, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the career that I have enjoyed. And I'm, I'm the people that I have met, you know, sharing that moment there with you and Passion Con and just the opportunities that I've had, the people that I've worked with, you know, first from, you know, audiobook narrators and editors to now actors and directors and producers. And it has just been, you know, such beautiful journey and a beautiful experience in every way. And I, I'm just grateful. That's, that's really all I can say because it was unexpected. I mean, like I said, this initially started off as a project, you know, that was just kind of, I don't want to say it was personal, but it, it I, I didn't really plan on, on, you know, all the things that have happened happening. I didn't even hope for that because, you know, when I first had a publishing offer for Tangled, it was, um, I was just so excited to be able to hold my own book in my own hands. That was the goal. I think I literally said, you know, if no one else even 
reads it and I just get to hold my own book, that, that was it. That was the dream come true. So it has just been um, such a lovely journey and continues to be, you know, an amazing series of experiences that I'm just really grateful to get to have. Oh, I love it. I love it. And it, one of the things that, um, you know, that, that I, I think is, is so special too, is that not only, and now we've, we've enjoyed Tangled, but we know that there's also another movie on the horizon, Royally Screwed, which was also optioned when Tangled was optioned. Could you talk a little bit about kind of where, where we are in the process of, of Royally Screwed becoming a movie? Yes. Yes. So we're definitely moving forward with it. Um, I, I, I hesitate to say most likely this year, but I think there's a very good chance it will be happening this year. I do not have any official scheduling information. Um, Passion Flicks will definitely let us all know when that's happening. But uh, we did have a first draft of a script that was just phenomenal. I was very excited. And, um, you know, I, I'm just so thrilled to be bringing this other story to life really screwed. I just think it's, it's going to work so well on film. And it's so funny because whereas Tangled, I feel like, was a difficult story to adapt because so much of the development and emotion and a lot of the comedy was happening in, in Drew's head. Um, and because the character could, you know, he walks, he walks that fine line between, you know, being a romantic hero and being a jerk. I think Royally Screwed, there's so much visually that we can really enjoy um, because of the royalty aspect. So, you know, we'll get to see handsome prince and castles and the pie shop. And <laughs> there's definitely, you know, this, this modern fairy tale element to the story that I purposely put in there that is just, I think, so fun and fitting. You know, I think, you know, now more than ever, I think so many people are interested in royals and it's such a fascinating kind of um type of celebrity i guess you could say that i i'm so excited to have you know the movie moving forward and i just think passion flicks is going to absolutely knock it out of the park i think they understand with our romances um what readers love about these stories and i think probably more than other studios that do book adaptations they're so adept at keeping the charm and the beauty that make these stories so beloved in their films. They translate that. They're able to pull it in. And um, so, I, as I said, so we had an initial script, a first draft, um, nothing official, official yet, but we are definitely moving forward with it. And I could not be more excited. Oh, it's going to be so exciting to see, you know, as you say, the, the royalty aspect and the castles and you know, I know, I know, you know, as a Hallmark fan and Hallmark Christmas movies specifically, I mean, there's so many Christmas princes and Christmas princesses and you go off to these castles and these lands that, you know, sometimes you have to look at a map because you're like, well, is that real? Like, is, I mean, there yeah. are a lot of little European, small European countries. This could yeah. be real. This could be a thing. But so there's, it's, I mean, I love, I love the, the royalty aspect, but it's just, it's going to be so much fun because as you say, there is something really special about passion flicks movies and the way that they bring them to life and the way that they, they keep the source material so close at hand, you know, really, I mean, 
when people say like, oh, that's that's a that's a Hallmark movie, I think you can very safely say like, oh, that's a passion flicks movie, yes. as opposed to say a Netflix ad- adaptation or an Amazon, you know, a prime video adaptation or you know, HBO. Because in 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 I mean, just from my perspective as you know, someone who kind of covers the entertainment industry, it's so rare for a studio to stay so close to source material. They're almost always yeah. doing something to tweak it or updated or you know I, I could I could see where you know they would say oh Tangled's 10 years old let's update it and make it different so it's yes. the same vibe but it's not the same and you know and, and it sometimes that works and sometimes it fails miserably yes so to know that there's so much dedication to bringing the story to life and especially one as you say there's so many really really fun moments in Royally Screwed that I can't wait I mean the, the, like you say the pie shop I mean just seeing just seeing the pie shop come to life and knowing that all of the little details will be there like Easter eggs. You can just sit and look at the set and go, okay, there it is. There's this, here's that it's all here. And we just get to enjoy it. I mean, that's, it's so rare, but it's so wonderful to think that it, it exists. Oh, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. No. And I think particularly like what we were saying earlier, as far as romances in particular and how you know difficult they can be to bring to the screen because I think if you're not careful and you're not really tuned in to the characters and the beats of the story you you lose a piece of that emotion it becomes very surface feeling or um you know just just too quick you know they don't some adaptations don't allow the emotions and the characters to kind of develop or or show all the moments that need to be seen in the progression of a relationship um, but I think passion flicks is so wonderful about understanding that evolution and the journey and how important it is to kind of bring the audience along as the romance develops and the couple, you know, uh, changes together and, and, and comes closer to their happy ending. So, um, you know, knowing that and knowing that they're kind of almost experts at it now, you know, that they get it, it's, it's really exciting uh, to be able to see, you know, what they do with Royally Screwed. Because also too, I think with that story, for me, what was so exciting about writing it, well, first of all, I was a, a historical romance lover growing up. So, um, you know, writing Royally Screwed was kind of kind of dipping the toe in that world because you can, with the royalty aspect, you could have the you know, my lords and sirs and kind of <laughs> the, the traditions and the backdrop of it, you know, because they are, you know, even modern royalty today, you know, you have that one, one foot in the past, you have that one mm-hmm. foot in the traditions of, and the rules um, of the past. And, you know, even with the upcoming coronation, you know, of, King Charles, you know, now we'll get to witness that history, you know, ourselves, which most of us weren't really around when, when Queen Elizabeth was crowned. So it'll be the first (laughs) for many of us, but it's fascinating. You know, it's fascinating to think of all those, the, the traditions and, you know, that, that is exclusively experiences that are exclusively for royalty. Um, so that, that was one aspect of writing the story that was really exciting for me was to kind of get a, a, a hint of a historical romance. You know what I mean? Kind of all the things that I, that I sort of loved, but also the depth of the characters, 
you know, every character in Really Screwed, there's there's a duality to them. There's the public persona and then there's their private selves. There's multiple layers to the relationships they that they have with, you know, there's relationships with your family and the complexities that come along with that. But also, you know, your relationship, you know, as far as the royal family, the way Prince Nicholas relates to his brother and his grandmother, you know, it's very much kind of sometimes a work relationship. And how does that factor in? And um, so I'm, I'm very excited to see what the actors and what Passion Flix does with those layers and those relationships. I think it can make for a really full, satisfying story. For sure. And, and obviously the, you know, the, the question on the tip of my tongue that, you know, I, I think is, is one of the most exciting parts is that as we get closer to being ready to film, that also means that we get to see, you know, we get to, to meet the cast yes. and that I can't even, I can't even imagine how exciting it's going to be when we get to see the cast come together, because that's, that's the other layer that kind of you don't know what's going to, you, you know, that the story is going to be good. You know, that the, you know, that the film ultimately will be fantastic. And then there's the element of the casting, which as we know, I think every single cast has just been a home run so far, Absolutely. but when you, that first moment, when you get to see them is just, I, I, I think I, I, I just can't wait for that moment because that is, that's when it's real. That's when it's really real from the fans perspective. It's like, Oh, script that's great plans to shoot that's great but there they are that's yeah. our cast that's this is real people. now they've walked out of the writer's head and they've become real <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it's very exciting and it's just and, and I agree I think Passion Flex is, is phenomenal as far as casting um, and that the actors read the books as well that they don't just read the script so they have all those little details that may not necessarily make it to the script page but they have that information. And I think it definitely comes through, you know, in their performances. And it's just fun. It's a fun, you know, they're fun movies. Like I said, like Tangled was, was funny. And I always thought of it primarily, I mean, definitely a romance, but so much of a comedy, mm -hmm. um, you know, even when I was writing it. And I think the film is every bit as funny, you know, as the book. And, and really screwed. There's so much, you know, witty banter, flirting, fun. It's just... It's a good time and it's nice to be a part of projects that you know will make people happy and will make people smile and will, and will give people joy so I, I'm excited for that as well I think people are really gonna love the film version of Boily Screw. Oh, cannot wait cannot wait <laughs> and you know you touch on something that's really important because every single one of your books is it captures that element of you have the comedy and the, the witty banter and, and, you know, the, the, the drama, but it's not so dramatic that, you know, you know, that things are going to turn out well. So I have to wonder what's coming up on the horizon. What are, are you working? Do you have some, uh, some projects coming up? Cause I feel like there's always something on the horizon. Every time we, every time we look at a, we get a newsletter, there's, a, there's just something coming. So where are we with new stories coming up? Yeah. So, I mean, the last, the last few months have not, have, have, it, it, the writing has slowed down for me a little bit the last few months due to um, just some family issues, you know, real life always intrudes at times. <laughs> and, um, what, and what's interesting as far as writing 
I don't really think of my books as purely rom-coms, you know what I mean? Because there is, as you were saying, there is that element of time to drama, a little bit of heartbreak, you know, just, just kind of enough. Um, you know, my tagline, humor, heat, and heart. And I, I, I think that that's, I don't think I'll ever change my tagline because I think that that just kind of describes my books so much. Um, I think humor is probably one of the most attractive qualities a person or a character can have to be funny. So humor will always find its way into, into my stories. Um, but yeah, so the writing's been a little bit slower just because it is hard, you know, when you're dealing with difficult situations, you know, um, or, or things that really require your attention and your focus, it is hard to shift gears and come up with that snappy, witty banter and dialogue. But thankfully I work with, you know, the editors that I work with, the people around me are, are extremely understanding and they understand that, that good things take time. <laughs> and for me, <laughs> I would rather, I know when a story's there, like I know when it's good enough and I would much rather, um, and I hope my readers agree, you know, give it that little extra time that it needs to be what I know it can be for them. So it's coming. So there's more coming. It's just been a little slow. <laughs> so, and then when I go back and reread what I've written, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. Cause this is good. It's going to be okay. Um, so no, so I am still working on finishing up an enemies to lovers romance that is as yet untitled. It will be released as an audible original first. Um, and hopefully I will have details, you know, soon, definitely in the coming, coming weeks, if not few months, as far as release. Um, so it'll be, it will be released as an Audible original first, which my Getting Schooled, um, I'm sorry, my Getting Some series, Getting Schooled, Getting Played, and my latest release, Getting Real, were also Audible originals. And those have been really successful, really fun. Um, listeners, the, the audiobooks are just top notch. And that means, I'm sorry, it's released an audiobook first and then the ebook and print versions follow about six weeks later. Um, but having the audio out first, I just think it's a different experience for, for listeners. Um, and Audible just does a phenomenal job with the audiobooks. So this project as well will be released on audio first and I'm really looking forward to it. And it is a forced proximity enemies to lovers. Oh, yeah. So it actually, when I first started writing it, it had shades, kind of shades of tangled in there for me in that, that they really don't like each other at first. <laughs> and I think Drew always liked Kate, but <laughs> um, so it's, it's fun. I love to kind of, again, that push and pull that, you know, I love you. I hate you. Um, it can be so fiery and so fun to write. And just adding the forced proximity to it, which is pretty new for me, um, is really exciting because they can't escape, escape each other. Like they're kind of stuck. <laughs> so that will be a lot of fun. And I hope to have details on that soon. And then by the end of the year, I hope to have a novella in the Getting Some series. Um, I've been getting so many emails and messages about Tim Daniels, who is the youngest brother of the Daniels clan that is in um my getting some series in lakeside and he is the the last single brother and he's kind of a player a little bit of a jerk young a little bit immature well very immature <laughs> he so a lot of people want to see tim's story so i have some really really great ideas for that it, it'll be type of a, a holiday type of novella um so we can look for that late you know around the fall late fall wow 
Yeah. Well, I, I, I love that you didn't reveal anything too specific and I'm already <laughs> like thrilled and excited and can't wait to talk to you about these next projects. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, the, the, the one story that's coming of the Audible original, I've been calling it the Beach House book, but I don't think that's going to be the title. Um, you know, that's, that's been a long time coming, but there's so many really funny, great parts. And, you know, there's that tearjerker moment. So I'm super, super excited to really be able to get that where it needs to be and send that out to my readers. I think it's going to be really enjoyable for you guys. Oh, that's exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> well, Emma, this has just been the most fun conversation. And now I've, I'm, I'm already looking forward to our next conversation because we have so much more to talk about in this world that you've created and keep creating. But thank you so much for giving us the gift of Tangled 10 years ago and a year ago with the movie. I mean, this is, it, it's so wonderful to have movies and books and and authors who you know build this it's it's become part of the fabric of this passion flicks community and mm. i can't imagine not having tangled and soon you know at some point royally screwed as part of this 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 fabric because they're just i could watch i could watch tangled all day and never get tired of it. And it's just, it's the movie, it's the movie I turn to when I need a laugh. And I, I think that I'm, I, I don't think I'm alone when I say that, because I feel like sometimes you go, you need that, you need something different. And that's what Tangled is. It's something different that mm. Passion Flicks doesn't have yet. And so it's just, I know it's, it's, it's a personally important movie to me, but I know that it's, it's a movie that's celebrated by other passionistas. And so just thank you so much for giving us the story and sharing it with, with the community because it's, it's just, it's such a special movie. Oh, I'm so glad. I can't even tell you how happy that makes me. Thank you. And, and again, I, I can't say it enough how grateful I am and to, to Passion Flicks, you know, for, for taking on this story, which again, is, was, was not an easy story to adapt and they knew that going in, you know, and Tracy and the whole Passion Flicks team hit it out of the park and how thrilled I am and how if you haven't seen Tangled yet you know you must watch it because Josh and Catherine are so special and just brilliantly bring this rom-com to life in all of its glory um they they really are just phenomenal and they make the movie um what it is and and as enjoyable and and lovely as it is and all the actors really just did a phenomenal job and i think they all had a good time making it as well you know everybody they they had enjoyed the story and they were excited for the project and i think i think that shows in the work so um it is i i get what you're saying yeah it's it's definitely a special film and it's bold and it's fun and i'm so proud to have this story be a part of, you know, the Passion Flicks catalog and to just be a part of the Passion Flicks family with all the, the support of the Passionistas. I can't thank you enough. It, it really, it's wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. And, and this, is, this is not the end of our conversation. It's just the beginning because it will continue yes. into other conversations in the future. Yes, 100%. Definitely. We have so much to talk about. Like I said, when that next project comes out, my next writing project, and certainly when things start moving with Royally Screwed, we will have so much to talk about again. And it's always a pleasure speaking with you. 
Oh, well, thank you so much. And on behalf of the Passionistas, thank you for everything that you do because we all appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. I really appreciate your support as always. And thank you to all of you who have liked and subscribed and reviewed the podcast. You have no idea how much that means to me and and how important it is to help me continue to bring you this podcast. So your support means everything. And I really appreciate it. And stay tuned. There's so much more PassionFlix content coming. And there is so much, I mean, this is 2023 is the year of passion flicks. There's so much amazing content being made right now. And it's just incredible to think that we live in a time when we get to have all of these wonderful things. And I just, I'm internally grateful to Tosca Musk and her team for bringing all of these amazing movies to life. So thank you all for listening and stay tuned because there is a lot more coming. So thank you so much. And we will talk soon.